Hey everyone. Um, it's been a while. Um, yeah, work's been pretty busy for me and I kind of just haven't been totally feeling it. So I took a little bit of a break. Um, I also have this recorded episode with my friend Teresa, which I think is super fun. Um, but it just requires me to do some more editing, which is something I don't totally enjoy doing, which is another explanation for the delay in podcast episodes. Um, but I'm back and the thing that I wanted to talk about today was, um, eating disorders, um, self image, um, and relationship with food, um, because this week is eating disorder, um, awareness week. Um, and this is something that I've personally been affected with. So I thought that it would be great to share my experience um, during that and also just give some, I don't know, like facts and insights about eating disorders in the US because I was super surprised about some of the statistics that I read. Um, And I thought that it would be um, really interesting to share with you all. Okay, so first things first, what is an eating disorder? Um, According to Healthline.com and also just my interpretation of what an eating disorder is, um, Healthline.com says that eating disorders are a range of psychological conditions that cause unhealthy eating habits to develop. They start with an obsession with food, body weight, or body shape, which is why in this podcast episode, I'm not only talking about body or not only talking about eating disorders, but also self-image and relationship with food because um, I've learned over time that all of these things are related with one another. This is not always necessarily true. There are times where an eating disorder is developed because of genetic reasons rather than, I guess, psychological with your relationship to these things. Um, So I don't want to discount that sometimes they can just be genetic. But in this episode, I'm going to be talking about, I guess, specifically my journey with an eating disorder and breaking down um, like the three common types of eating disorders. So the first um, common and most well-known eating disorder, according to Healthline, um, is anorexia. Um, Symptoms of anorexia includes being considerably underweight compared to people of similar age and height very restricted eating patterns, an intense fear of gaining weight or persistent behaviors to avoid gaining weight, um, a heavy influence of body weight or perceived body shape on self-esteem, and a distorted body including denial, uh, a distorted body image including denial of being seriously underweight. Um, I also want to note that anorexia people kind of associate with really skinny people. Um, I don't think that an eating disorder associates with a certain size. So um, yeah, that's just something that I want to note. The second eating disorder is bulimia. um, And symptoms of bulimia include um, episodes of binge eating with a feeling of lack of control. Um, And binge eating is just eating a really, really large amount of food um, up to extreme discomfort. And in bulimia, after binge eating, there's some purging behaviors to avoid weight gain, such as 
um, extreme exercise, um, fasting, forced vomiting, laxative, diuretics, and other um, actions. And the last one that I'm going to mention is binge eating, which is eating large amounts of food rapidly, in secret, and until uncomfortably full, despite not feeling hungry, um, expressing a lack of control while you're binge eating, having feelings of distress, such as shame, disgust, or guilt, um, and generally there's no use of purging behaviors, such as caloric restriction, excessive, excessive exercise, um, that's... I guess more commonly found in bulimia. Um, I am reading through healthline.com just for this, just to give you all just a clear understanding of these three eating disorders. Honestly, reading between binge eating disorder and bulimia, they seem pretty similar to me. Um, I also don't think that it necessarily matters to, I mean, maybe it it would help for some people to put a name to a certain eating disorder, but I think, you know, they all fall under eating disorders, which falls under having an unhealthy relationship with food, having maybe poor self-esteem with your body image. Um, yeah. So let me tell you guys some crazy facts that I got um, about body image um, that I was Googling to add to this podcast on now.org. Um, there's a study that reports that at age 13, 50% of American girls are unhappy with their bodies, and this grows to 78% by the time girls reach 17. Um, that's fucking crazy. Another insane one is 40 to 60% of elementary school girls are concerned about their weight or becoming quote unquote too fat. Approximately 60% of girls reported dissatisfaction with their body shape and 66% expressed the desire to lose weight. And approximately 15% of young women have developed eating disorder behaviors. Um, something that's crazy is 70% of those women or girls don't seek help for their eating disorder. And the craziest thing is 80% of women that do choose to get help for their eating disorder are able to recover from it. Alright, so after sharing those facts with you all, um, that just kind of gives a sense of how prevalent eating disorders are and even more generally how difficult it is for a woman to have positive um, feelings about their body. Um, and now I'm just going to share about my journey um, having an eating disorder and how I was able to get out of it and um, conclude with my insights from this experience and also what I would have tried to tell myself um, during this experience. I hope that um, anyone that's possibly struggling with an eating disorder right now or having some negative um, body image right now can get some insight into this and hopefully it will bring you in the right direction to um, just be more positive about your body and not find so much worth out of the way that you look. So growing up, I really never paid attention to the way that I looked, <laughs> um, like at all. Um, I grew up as like pretty tomboy, as like most of you probably already know by now, but it's funny because I actually don't even recall looking into a mirror and like acknowledging the way that I looked <coughs> until 
probably like mid middle school, which is like really funny to me. And looking back at old pictures of me in elementary school, it definitely showed like my hair was unruly and like, um, yeah, I just never really cared about the way that I looked. Um, but I played a lot of sports and I don't know, I was like really active all the time. So I think that I was, um, like quote unquote skinny according to Asian standards, which is, um, pretty harsh standards as a lot of you may feel that way. Um, I feel like with Asian culture, a lot of the women really just focus, and men too, just like focus on the way that a person looks um, rather than like really anything else. I don't really know why this is, um, but yeah, I'm sure all of us can relate um, when we visit family members um, at gatherings or even from our own parents that they always have something to say about the way that we look and that we could always lose a couple more pounds. Um, but yeah, I, I guess I just wanted to give you all kind of a background onto what my attitude was. I didn't care about the way that I looked, so I never really cared about the way that I weighed. Um, in high school, I was still pretty active, but I just enjoyed eating food more. And also you just <laughs> hit puberty and you just start to weigh a little bit more um, and you develop a more, I don't know, just like more woman <laughs> parts. And so, um, yeah, I started, my weight kind of like fluctuated a little bit during high school. Um, and you know, like it, it, I went into high school probably weighing like 120 or something like that. And, um, you know, I probably fluctuated between like 120 and 135, like up and down. Um, I remember when I did weigh around like 135, my family, um, gave me a lot of shit for it. And I didn't really care to be honest. Cause I was just like, I don't really care what you guys are saying. I'm doing my own thing. I still feel good. I, you know, like, I did sports all year round, um, it didn't really get to me. I think I also never really cared about looking like other people. I think my mind, I just didn't really focus on appearance or my own appearance, um, which I am so grateful that I was able to go so far feeling that way until those societal pressures in me, I guess, like, wanting to fit in started to hit a little more. Um, so I, you know, I, I just mentioned the weight as a reference, but I also want to mention that weight really does not mean anything and that a girl with that weighs 130 pounds with all fat would definitely look a lot different than a girl that weighs 135, 130 pounds with all muscle. Um, what I'm saying is I, yeah, like what you weigh is not representative of the health of your condition for the most part. Um, so yeah, I just want to emphasize that I'm just using the weight as a reference, but it's not, um, you know, I, the, the numbers aren't important. So in fall of 2017, I was entering my third year of college. Um, I went to this Buddhist retreat um, in Big Sur and it was like a three-day weekend and it was really really nice because it just kind of grounded me and I a, a lot of um, Buddhist people 
I guess like practice being vegetarian so they don't eat meat and I started to do that and I was like vegetarian and I started to cook all of my meals and I just wanted to be I don't know I wanted to feel more clean I guess because um, red meat is not good for you and eating less meat is always (laughs) better for you Um, and I ended up losing a lot of weight from that just kind of like eating more healthy foods and working out more consistently I didn't really like I didn't set losing weight as a goal um it just kind of worked out that way and then at the time I started to like I weighed like 125 pounds which was like I had not weighed that little (laughs) um in quite a while um and what was weird was like I don't know not weird but I started getting attention from people from kind of how I looked so like my mom was like oh you look really good right now and I had friends like telling me that I looked really good and I started gaining like more confidence in my body um this was not really something that I kind of attributed to my self-worth before that it was just kind of like oh yeah this is how I look this is the way it is but I kind of focused more on other <coughs> parts of me like my personality or my intelligence or like whatever right so kind of this newfound attention um, from other people and from my family kind of just like gave me this, I, I don't know what really happened, but then I started kind of forming this figure in my head of like, I need to lose more weight. And I think I started getting like body dysmorphia at this point, because even at 125 pounds, I was like, yeah, I look good, but like, I want to lose more weight because um, I kind of felt that I was in control of the way that I weighed like I was kind of like oh yeah I could just like not eat lunch and like I'll be okay like I'll be a little hungry but it's like not that big of a deal um yeah and then all of a sudden all my focus just went into how much I weighed like um I remember during fall quarter of my third year I was you know, like 125 pounds. I had a new goal of getting under 120. Um, I weighed myself like every single day. Um, and then I started getting into kind of, um, diets, like different types of diets, not necessarily in terms of food, but, um, like I started intermittent fasting where, um, you know, you only have a certain window when you eat. I think it's like a seven or eight hour window or even less, maybe like a six hour window. Um, and you know, like there's so many studies of like, oh yeah, if you do this, then it sets your body into a different state and it like burns fat and like all this stuff. And like, um, yeah, I tried doing that. And then that, you know, like I just with, I didn't really even notice, but I was like, more I was getting more and more hungry like I was hungry more often during the day but I was like oh this is out of my window I'm just gonna hold it like it's okay I'm just like hungry um, I'll just wait until lunch um, I did not know that this would kind of like set me in this cycle of like I, I don't think I started binging yet but my body was at a deficit and it was like fighting for nutrients so when it came time for like lunchtime and I had my meal set I would eat my meal but I would still be like really really hungry because I was like starving myself um and yeah like it just slowly started this really unhealthy loop like I kind of started to think oh like 
eating before 12 or 1 is really, really bad. Like, I can't do that. Like, I started to just think, like, eating breakfast is not normal or it's like, I'm going to gain weight if I eat breakfast. Um, I also started climbing at the beginning of fall quarter um, and I started gaining, like, muscle from that and I gain muscle really, really easily. <laughs> I'm like, I, I just get buff so easily, which is, like, a blessing <laughs> now for me. Um... But yeah, like I started to weigh a little more, right? And I was like, oh fuck, like I'm not losing weight, I'm gaining weight. And I was like freaking out over like two pounds. Like I remember being like 127 and I was like, holy shit, I need to do everything that I can to lose two pounds to get back to my like normal weight where everyone thinks that I'm like pretty and skinny and like whatever shit like that. Um, And this is when like the unhealthy habits started to form. Um, it's funny because I was kind of seeing a girl at the time, um, who is one of my good friends now. (laughs) Um, but I just kind of, I, I didn't realize what I was getting myself into. Um, I am a morning person, but, um... I don't know, like, basically, every morning at, like, 7 a.m., I would run three miles on campus, and then I would, three miles or more, which is crazy, because now I can't, like, run for shit, (laughs) um, but I would run three miles, and then I would force myself not to eat until lunchtime, and then I would eat really, really little, and then, you know, like, over time, I'm gonna lose weight if I just exercise a lot and I don't eat a lot, um, this is obviously not sustainable, Um, in my mind, I was like, it doesn't need to be sustainable because if I lose weight really, really quick, then I only need to suffer for like one week or some shit. Like I was like, oh, I could lose five pounds in one week and then I can just like go back to normal or like whatever that means. Um, she warned me to be careful and I was like, what are you talking about? Like, why, why would I need to be careful? Um, and now I know like what she was talking about. Um, I think like you know, I started driving my body to the point of exhaustion, and then I was, like, hungry all the time, and then school in itself is really, really stressful, and I didn't get a lot of sleep, and then since the fall of 2017, it just became, like, a really, really slippery slope. Um, Chinese New Year is around late February, or sorry, late January, early February, um, and also during this time was LED anniversary, um, I can't believe raves used to be a thing, because it's, um, really jam-packed in there, and I loved being, like, at the center of that stuff, um, so the reason that I bring up Chinese New Year and LED anniversary is for Chinese New Year, Um, a tradition in Vietnamese culture and probably other, I mean, definitely other Asian cultures is you wear this thing called like an aoyai and it's like a traditional Vietnamese dress and you like take pictures with your family and all this stuff. Um, It's, I have a love-hate relationship with Chinese New Year because um, that year I, you know, like my, the women in my family are really, really small. Like they're like five feet they don't, they don't have muscle, they weigh, like, 100 pounds or less, um, I am not that, I would say that I'm, I have a pretty athletic build, um, I'm a little thick, (laughs) um, and, yeah, I mean, I, generally, I would wear their dresses, like, my mom's dress or my aunt's dress or whatever, and that would just be fine, 
um, that year, it, I mean, I fit into the dress, but I think, you know, some family members, um, made some comments on the way that I looked and they were just like, oh, she's getting a little bigger and, you know, stuff like that. And I was just like, so sad from that um because I was like really trying to lose weight too and started to get these really unhealthy eating habits from that um and so that's kind of when Chinese New Year started to get like pretty difficult for me um this is also when a lot of other families come out and then Asians just can't help but compare so I'm kind of like getting compared to other girls around my age and just like why are you not skinny like them and like bullshit like that um and then that was like not great for me drove me deeper into binge eating and then there was also led anniversary um which is like a rave event and um those who are unfamiliar with raves it's just like edm music and generally I mean, this is not everyone, but a lot of the times, like, girls don't wear a lot of clothing, (laughs) um, and I, you know, wanted to kind of, like, be like those girls, and I was like, oh, I'm gonna wear, like, a crop top and, like, really short shorts and, like, all of that stuff, but I couldn't, like, I mean, I still did it, and it's crazy because I remember feeling so bad about myself for that event like I was like I need to lose all this weight and then I was like I'm gonna wear these clothes and then I was like holy fuck like I'm so fat and I just like felt so bad um I still had a I don't know a decent time I guess but it's crazy because I look back at old photos now and I look at that event I'm just like dude I look normal you know like nothing really outstanding Um, And it's just crazy because during that time I felt so bad about myself and basically for the entirety of third year and even my fourth year, um, my binge eating was just like so problematic and I, what's crazy was I didn't understand what was going on until I talked to one of my friends, Claire, um, who, you know, is like, she just was aware of eating disorders and she was telling me like do you kind of see what's going on and I was like what do you mean and then I thought about it more and I was like oh fuck like I (laughs) I'm binge eating I don't have any fucking control while I'm eating and also to give people insight too to the way that my eating habits were like I was just like you know, like, I did, like, the MyFitnessPal, and I counted calories and stuff, and I was basically aiming for 1,200 calories a day, because that was, like, that's, like, the most minimum amount of calories that they recommend that you have, and this is, like, for the quickest weight loss, um, and 1,200 calories is, like, so little, <laughs> like, and I would try a variety of methods whether it be eating one meal which was the binge and I would just like eat like 1200 calories one time which can be a lot of food and also can't can also like not be that much food at the same time depending on like what type of food you get (laughs) um like I think a like a cheeseburger for minute now is like over five hundred calories or something. So it's just like two cheeseburgers and like that's <laughs> your thing for the day. But if you eat like home cooked stuff, it's a different deal, right? But 
yeah, basically I would just super, super focus on like, okay, I need to make sure that I eat less than 1200 calories a day. If I hit my limit, then I would starve for the rest of the day or just would be like a really, really bad spiral of things. Um, and then that led me into my last year of college, which was 2018 to 2019. Um, this year was like super, um, it's wild because I had so much fun during my last year and I spent so many, like a lot of great times with friends and, um, I don't know, like I felt a lot of confidence in myself as an individual, but equally at the same time, I think I was kind of depressed because I had such bad, um, self-esteem about the way that I looked. Um, it's weird how, that year has just such polarizing views in my eyes. Um, but yeah, I think, I mean, another thing that contributed to gaining weight was like, um, drinking a lot. <laughs> I, I drank like a lot. Um, and in any of my friends I went out with me would definitely attest to that. Like I, I drank like at least three times a week and that was like on the minimum end and I also drank a lot like I would take like you know like 10 shots a night or some shit like that and like one shot is like 100 calories so one night is one night of just drinking is like over a thousand calories minimum um and yeah like it was hard because I was trying my best to have fun and enjoy time with my friends and just enjoy my last year of college but at the same time I had all of these pressures from home every time I visited my family I just got all this shit for the way that I looked and that was like an unhealthy spiral of okay I'm gonna go home to visit my family in x amount of days or x amount of weeks I need to lose as much weight as I can to avoid getting criticizing comments from them so you could kind of see how that cycle goes <laughs> like I basically would see my family on the weekend I would see them again the next weekend so in one week I was like I basically will just eat nothing or would like tell myself to try to eat nothing and yeah that's like how you start binging and I tried different methods of like I, I just like couldn't come around to like understanding that this was not the way <laughs> and that quick weight loss is not the way and having a really negative opinion about yourself is just like not it um and yeah like I struggled with binge eating starting from basically the end of 2017 to um the latter half of 2019 um it was a large range of emotions. I was definitely really depressed about the way that I looked. I felt like I just had really negative thoughts of like, I don't look good, therefore I am not good, you know, and it didn't matter what my accomplishments were outside of that or like whatever. Um, I don't know, I just became so critical about myself like over those years and um, it was really really difficult and I never I mean I did try to get help with it as well as like trying to help with like my depression and stuff and I tried going to therapy for the first time in I think it was like early um like 
late 2018, early 2019 or something like that. Um, I kind of admitted that I had it and then I went to a therapist and I wanted to work on like my depression and um, binge eating and stuff, but she didn't necessarily, I mean, she could have been helpful, but then she was like a shitty therapist kind of, like she kind of screwed me financially. So I stopped going to therapy and everyone knows that like going to therapy is really difficult. So there was like a little like glimpse of hope and then it just faded away when a white woman named Karen (laughs) decided to be a really shitty therapist. Um, And so, yeah, I just like, I don't know. I think I had moments of trying to like do it healthily and like eat healthy, just like fit my needs. Like if I was hungry, then I would eat and like all of that. But it was just really hard for me to fight feeling so bad about the way that I looked like I feel like every single day and like I was dating a guy at this time too and like he I don't know this was probably like my own problems but he was like a really ideal man for me at the time (laughs) like he was like um yeah just a really ideal guy and like all checked all those boxes and he was also like really loving too But I think him being, like, such an ideal man for me, I was, like, I need to be, like, an ideal Asian woman, which I guess I thought was just, like, be really, really skinny. And, like, we went on a really, like, a lot of fun trips together. Like, we went to SF, and then we went to Joshua Tree. Like, we just did a lot of things. And I did not have fun at all during those times because I like literally was just like I'm so fat he how does he like me and like all of this stuff and yeah like it just like it's crazy because I was in so many opportunities to have such a good time and all of this stuff and I just could not stop thinking about my weight (laughs) um and yeah I I I, yeah, that's basically how that was for me all the way up until I graduated college. And I think in the summer, um, I interned in Irvine and I stayed with one of my best friends, Yusuf. Um, And it was nice because I was away from like my family pressures and I was away from like, I I feel like with college, it's um, obviously really fun to be in a really social environment all the time, but it's hard because you're around so many people and you can't help but compare and like there are so many people for me to compare myself to. Um, spending that summer in Irvine was really great because it was just me and Yusuf and we just went to work and it was just like me honing in on my career a little more and like I was going to go to grad school like that following like quarter. So fall of 2019 I went to grad school and I just like slowly started I guess like caring less about the way that I looked um and I also met Yui that summer um and she was really really awesome we never really super especially when I first met her I never told her about like my binge eating or anything like that but it was really cool to date someone that I mean, to be honest, I was, like, super into her and, like, infatuated and all of that. I think, like, dating someone that was really cool and then having a lot of things to do and just, like, finding, 
re-finding other things that give me self-worth um so to just like minimize the presence like how big the presence of how much I cared about how much I weighed you know like if you were to like break down a percentage of like what my mind was thinking about I think like in 2019 I was like 60 70 percent like I need to lose weight and then 30 percent like school and career and like all that stuff um because it was like my last year of college I kind of had everything situated and I was like I don't need to care about school anymore um um yeah and then during grad school it's like 50 60 percent like I just had a career crisis right like I was like what the fuck am I doing with my life so I would say school was like 50 60 percent um dating was like 20 percent and then like or that's a lie I would say the dating in grad school was probably like 40 30 something like that like they're pretty equal ish like dating a little less but and then yeah like I think just I just started paying less attention to the way that I, I don't want to say it like that, like, I guess I just started to feel more okay with my body, um, and then my binge eating kind of just slowly faded away, um, and I guess, like, I, I... I, I don't know, I can't really name a date that it, like, fully ended or anything like that. Um, I would say by the time, like, 2020 came, it was, like, you know, I, I it wasn't really, it was definitely still fresh in my mind, but I, I hadn't binged in a long time. Um, and I, I guess, like, something to mention, too, like, throughout my whole time of, like, binge eating, like, 2018 to 2019, I've, like, watched a lot of YouTube videos and I tried to get help online and stuff like that. Um, I want to differentiate the difference between, like, a binge eating session and then, like, an overeating session. Like, I think the thing that differentiates the two is just, like, one, you overeat and, like, that totally happens, right? Like, food's really good, um, but you kind of just, like, move on from that situation. I think the difference between overeating and then binge eating is, like, when you binge, you, like, really, really feel like shit about yourself. Like, you feel guilty. Like, you're like, why did I do that? And, like, what are my actions I need to take to, like, kind of take care of that? But overeating is just, like, yeah, I ate a lot. That's fine. My body maybe needed it or, like, whatever. And then you just move on. Like, you don't have a big emotional connection to that. Um, so yeah, I haven't been since 2020 and I, yeah, like that's kind of like my journey into binge eating, um, kind of at a, like with a short story, (laughs) it's, it's not super detailed, but I think that it does give insight to what it's like kind of going through that and how mentally taxing it is and um you know at the core of the binge eating like the reason why I think for me that happened was like I was just really dissatisfied with the way that I looked and I really wanted to fit kind of like an Asian standard um and I've kind of come to that conclusion like that doesn't matter and like every body is different um and like 
I, you know, towards the end of 2020, I developed like an autoimmune disease that is related to my gastrointestinal, like it's, it's related to my colon. And so like that experience was really crazy for me because I basically couldn't eat for a couple of days and like, you know, like I lost a lot of weight and it's just like, there's just more important things to think about that is not your weight and it's just at the core like the way that you look or the way like whatever you weigh shouldn't like it if it makes you feel good like that's great and if it's there's goals that you want to strive for like that's also great but I think that it's important to note that, um, yeah, it's just, like, it's not something that you should feel super bad about. It's not something that's worth, like, dedicating, like, all of your energy to. Um, yeah, there's, um, this YouTuber that I follow, Stephanie Buttermore, um, she's, like, this fitness YouTuber, but she kind of, um has this she did this like youtube video called like and she did this method called like all in which basically she just ate to full satiety like at all times of the day like if she was hungry she would eat and she would just stop eating um when she was full and that sounds like obviously just like you're like that's straightforward but i will say that that's for me with someone with an eating disorder and someone that struggles with like how she looks and stuff like that like that's like really hard because I'm like oh I'm really hungry but I hit whatever calorie amount for the day or like I feel like I ate too much today or like whatever shit like that like that's really hard to do um basically the conclusion of her YouTube video was that like every person kind of has like a natural set point and if you just listen to your body you'll basically kind of like be around that weight because that's like the weight that your body's supposed to be and like it could fluctuate from you know time to time but that's kind of how it is um I started to follow this more after I got sick because I was like you know like I, I just came to that conclusion that like I should just enjoy the food that I eat because (laughs) with my condition, I'm like, I don't know if there's ever a point where like, I'm not going to be able to eat certain foods again or, you know, or situations in that. So I should just eat things that make me like, I should just eat to what makes me happy and eat until I'm content and having that mindset from this point on and just being positive about my body and like loving my body in any shape or form has really been helpful to me and I hope that it's something that um, you all could try to do too because I think that there's you know obviously a different tone between there are things that I want to improve in my body or improve with my body versus like oh I need to make changes for my body because it's not good enough right now um that latter one is like really really dangerous and you don't really know like where that state like that mental state is going to take you um that is all i have for this episode um i'm gonna link the websites that I like reference to and also like the YouTube video that I was talking about um 
yeah, this is, <clears throat> I know, like, not, it's, it's not a fun topic, but it's something that's, like, really important, and, um, you know, like, should definitely be made aware and even normalized, like, I think that I'm really, really grateful that my friend Claire, um, kind of informed me about what was going on with myself because I don't know if, if I would have realized what I was doing was binge eating and realizing what is going on acknowledging it and trying to make a change with it is all a process um so thank you Claire I'm really grateful for you and I'm really grateful to anyone that I've kind of talked to like anyone that I've shared this to personally um I did try to keep it on the down low because I was like ashamed that I had an eating disorder, but now I am sharing it with you all and I hope that it's helpful for someone. Um, and if not, then I hope that it's spreading awareness about um, eating disorders and yeah, I just want to spread positivity with your body and um, yeah, thanks everyone for listening. Um, I hope 2021 is starting off well for you all. It's crazy that it's towards the end of February. Um, the time is going really quick. But yeah, um, thank you again. And I'll talk to you all soon.